back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke. With me, as always, my co-host, the Mark Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. Missing in action once again, the whale man, because... He's in Chicago. For whatever reason. Watching the Chicago game. Is that really what he's doing? I don't know. No, he's sucking. Anyway, we got a lot to go over today, Mike. We've got the college football playoff. We promised it. We were going, as we were going off the air last week... They were about to announce the official Final Four and the matchups. Who's number yeah. one? Who's number two? That was the big controversy. LSU get, grabbing that top spot yes, against, and then Ohio State's two. We've got Clemson at three, and then Oklahoma sneaking in there at number four. So we had those matchups. We we're going to break down those matchups in great detail. We've kind of done it on the quarterback side, but now we're going to go overall team. Who is our matchups? And we're going to declare a national champion yes. by the end of part one of this episode. Later, we're going to talk Joe Burrow. Becoming, once again, Mr. Heisman for LSU. So they got to be stoked about that, I think. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's not a good morning. I don't know. It always depends because, like, if you're the Heisman, I feel like you have, like, that expectation mm-hmm. that you should just be the man. Yeah. So And his fantastic know. speech he gave. <clears throat> yeah, right? I almost I, cried. I know, right? Ed Orgeron almost, you know, coughed up whatever he's been hacking on for yeah. 45 years. It was a whole thing. But we're going to talk about him winning the Heisman if he's the rightful owner of that Heisman trophy. I don't know if anybody else you think maybe has a claim to that trophy. We're going to also break down Michigan-Alabama. It's official. That's going to be the bowl game for you Wolverine fans out there. Spartan fans, I'm going to be honest with you. You're what, 6-6? Six and six? No one cares. You play Wake Forest. Woo! Exactly. So no one cares. If you don't beat Wake Forest, I don't know what to tell you. But... We're going to break down the Michigan-Alabama Bowl game, and then at the end of the show, we're going to preview the Wrestle Kingdom card for New Japan Pro Wrestling, their biggest show of the year. It's their WrestleMania-type show. We're going to break that down because for the first time ever, it is two nights, folks. So if you are a professional wrestling fan, as much as we are, it's something that you got to be really looking forward to at the very beginning of 2020. So let's just jump right in, Mike. Let's do what we do best, college football playoff. Matchups are set. It's the number one team in the country, LSU. Versus number four, Oklahoma. And then we've got Ohio State versus Clemson. Yes. Now, I mean, and to be fair, we've, we've already said, right, that it's going to be one and four first. Yes. Right, this they, year? they have the four o'clock games <coughs> this year. And then the eight o'clock game is the Clemson Ohio State game. Right, which I think is better. Um, yeah. In my personal I do, opinion. I do think, because over the last couple of years, they yeah. always did three and two first. Yeah. But I do think they try to put the best matchup last. Yeah. Because you would think that, like, Two years ago, it was Clemson, Alabama, mm-hmm. and then Georgia and Oklahoma were the other game. You would just assume Clemson, Alabama, Alabama was going to be, be better. Right. So, like, I think they try to at least assume which one's going to be better and put right. the better one last. <clears throat> but it doesn't always work that way. But I think they did it right. Right. Like, I think, the yeah, placements I, yeah. of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that the Clemson-Ohio State game is going to be phenomenal. I yeah, think that's going to be I the one. I think LSU's going to go right through Oklahoma, in my I do personal too. opinion. But um, let's break down the let's break down the one and four matchup first okay. because that seems a little more clear cut for a lot of people outside of the state of Oklahoma, I guess. Um you've got Heisman Trophy one above Orioles. We're gonna talk about in a second, but we're gonna talk about how LSU undefeated this year, right? They mm-hmm. basically any challenge that they've had over really the last two seasons, this is a two season culmination, I think, for LSU in yeah. a lot of ways, right? Last year was a year where they were not. They were on the way, right? They had big wins over big teams. It felt like they were playing a ranked opponent every single week, and they were mm-hmm. usually getting the W there. But for whatever reason, they just didn't get that national claim. Uh, it, you know, they had a loss or two last year where you kind of like, okay, you could feel it, right? You yeah. could kind of feel the momentum. Ed Orgeron really doing a nice job there at LSU. So this really feels like a two-year culmination where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, now is the time. We got our guy at quarterback. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be explosive on offense. We're gonna do just enough on defense. 
and we're going to win a lot of football games. And they've done that with their big statement wins over both Bama and Georgia, right, in the SEC championship game. On the other side, though, you've got an Oklahoma team. Jalen Hurts is there, right? That offense is still humming. The defense, as you mentioned last week, drastically, and I mean drastically improved, right? So you've got you've got a you got a tail of two different teams here. Oklahoma's always been kind of riding like underneath a little bit, yeah. where I think I don't know if you feel this way. It's similar to Clemson, where you feel like they're not getting as much buzz because they've been here, done that almost. Where yeah. I feel like outside of the Jalen Hurts story, Oklahoma, yeah, I get it. We're your good offense, you're a good team. You know yeah, what I, mean? so. I think Oklahoma <clears throat> was probably their last choice. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, we really like Oregon, right. then they lose. Right. Utah's got that great defense, they yeah. lose, and then you're sitting right. there going, maybe Baylor because they were undefeated. Oklahoma oh. wins, and you go. Damn. <laughs> Dang, okay. I, I guess we'll put this... Right. Like, I don't think right. it was... When you look at it... Or, like, even Wisconsin, you're like, maybe Wisconsin pulls out this win. Right. Maybe we can see... Or maybe and, Bama, if they don't lose to Auburn, you, yeah, could, make, you, could, make, you could technically make, make the, the argument where you're like, well... You know, yeah. but then Tua gets hurt, too, so you're like, wow, we're really screwed. You yeah, know so mean? then so. it kind of just, like, almost fell into... Oklahoma literally got this felt into their life. They're like, just win, and yeah, you're in. pretty much. They're, exactly. That's all it came down to, by and they did. By crook, they are in the Final Four once again... Is there any pressure on Lincoln Riley to get this win at all? I mean, they've been now a couple times, haven't gotten it done. Uh, they lost to Georgia, what, two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, who they lose to? They lost to Alabama, right, yes. last year. Um, and, and then a couple know, years ago, they lost to Clemson. <clears throat> so right, they're right. 0-3 so, in the right, Final Four. in the four. Final Four, right. And, you know, and Lincoln Riley, as much as he is an offensive guru in many estates, but at the same time... Winning the Big 12, that's that's a hunky-dory. But at the end yeah. of the day, if you're not getting to the national championship level, if you're not getting to the game and you're not winning that game, yeah. at some point, I know, I mean, in all honesty, me and Bob Stoops for forever too, but I mean, at some point, I think you'd have to be a little frustrated because you're like, maybe he's great, but maybe he can't get it yeah. all the way. He's almost like the hardball with Michigan where you're like, yeah. we just need you to win the Big 10, and you're like close, but you can't get there. Right. Now you got Lincoln Riley over here who's like, just, just win. We get there. Almost, we got there the last four years. Right. Just win the game, right. and then they like can't go <clears throat> yeah, and to win the game. Yeah, like that's like their one like bench. They like, had the top two picks in the draft the past two seasons, and they still couldn't beat Bama or Georgia. Yeah. So I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough stretch for mm-hmm. sure. Because then you go, you look, and you see some immediate success for Baylor last, or for uh, for Baker last year. This year, Kyler Murray kind of finding his group. So you're seeing these guys play so well at the pro level, and you're just like. Man, if we can only get a defense that can stop somebody or make that one last play. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's just kind of been like one of those things. So do you think that do you think there's any pressure whatsoever on him to get it done this year in particular? Or are you just kinda of like, well, you're still in the top four. So I mean how much I mean there I mean it, it's a double sided coin on that stance. Like, yeah, you did make it to the final four, but at this point it's almost like you're in Alabama where like you should be making it to the final four. Right. Because you play in the Big Twelve, you're easily the best team. In the Big Twelve, right. and you've gotten here four times. Now you need the win. Yeah. Like it's like it's a different story. Of like, oh, this is their second time in. Yeah. Like, okay, but this is Utah. I don't think the pressure necessarily. Is on yeah, Utah exactly. To win the game. Because right. you're just like, okay, you got there. That right. was like That's your milestone. Impressive. Yeah, That's impressive. Oklahoma. It's like you could probably get there for the next five years in a row if you really wanted to. For right. how good Absolutely. of an offense you guys can uh, come up with. Yeah. So now you're just kind of like, okay. Now you need the win. Right. Like LSU hasn't even been in this yet. So right. now LSU is. The, the pressure is, and honestly, the pressure I think is all on LSU. You're undefeated. Yeah. You got the Heisman Trophy winner. You got a lot of stuff yeah. where it's like, because when you're Oklahoma, you go in the last last year. You went in. Everyone's like, yeah, you won't win. 
Right. And they were like, okay, we'll prove you. And then they just kind of get like blown out. <laughs> and it's almost, it's the exact same story this year where everyone's yeah. going, yeah, you're not going to win this yeah. one. Right. So I don't know if that lessens their pressure knowing, right. okay, we're just, we're 13 point underdogs in right. a final <clears throat> four matchup. So quite like, that's, that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. Quite so a bit. Um, I don't know if that's like yeah. enough to put pressure on you. Mm-hmm. I think it does. Cause I think you eventually have to win one game right here. just one at once yeah right i it, honestly it's funny it's like i feel like in professional sports right, a lot of time you win a you win a you win a championship right whether it's a super bowl the national championship you get five years yeah. like immediately tacked on before you actually have to do anything else yeah. right so like you win a national championship edward drum will be the will be the coach at lsu for the next eight years yeah. right like just by the fact less miles won a national championship with marcus russell they were not even that good yeah. the rest of that time and he was still there. You know what I mean? So it's like you get you get time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, once you do that. So I do think there's some pressure on Lincoln Riley. I don't I think he's getting credit for the there's no drop off in Oklahoma, right? When yeah. Bob Stoots stepped down. But now once again you're kinda getting to the point where it's like, okay, TikTok just a little bit. Now, from the LSU side, you're the number one team. You have the Heisman Trophy winner. You've been undefeated all year. You beat a good Georgia team, you beat a good Alabama team. You're the number one team in the country. And this is, I mean, Oklahoma, we just talked about how there's some pressure on their side, but they're fighting a team, honestly, that has nothing to lose in the grand scheme of things. Like, we're going for it full bore. We're going to throw everything we can at you. Are you concerned at all that they are looking past Oklahoma? And if are you concerned at all that, for whatever reason, this is a game where LSU's offense just goes, what the hell's going on? I don't think they're going <clears> to <throat> look past them, but yeah. I wouldn't be shocked also if they go down 14-0 early yeah. to the point that they're Everyone's just like, out. yeah, they're just like, they're yep. like guys, we cannot mess up. Right. So almost they're going to be the conservative team yeah. throwing three-yard hitch routes. Right. Trying like, not guys, to make the yeah, mistake. They don't want right, to not throw those pick six early. Yep. Let's not let their defense get hot. Let's just keep it calm and control. And right. then they're going to have a couple three outs. Jalen Hurts like, we have to do something. Yeah, we have to now. Because right. Alabama last year put up 28-0 against us, and that's how we lost. So this year we gotta score yeah. seven, right. and if it's seven right. zero, you're already better than you were last year. Right. So then they're gonna go balls to balls to score that first touchdown, and then they're gonna be out early in the gate. I think when LSU collects themselves and they get into the groove of the game, right. I think that's when like second, third quarter. Do you when... think that in this particular game, based off of the matchup, and I know it's it's a little cliche to say, but the very first drive, especially if Oklahoma gets the ball. How important is that first drive if you are the Oklahoma oh, Sooners? I, 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 I think that's like a – that right there is a turn. I know it's stupid to say because it, it's like the beginning of the game, yeah. the rest of the game play, but I, I think it is a ginormous drive well, no, if you don't I, I said last week that I think if Oklahoma <clears throat> wins the coin toss, they should receive yeah. to go up, up seven. So, to go up seven because yeah. then you're up 7-0, then they tie – and then you're playing almost like – for their overtime rules, you're right. almost playing like, okay, now let's see what they do. Right. Yeah. Because so if, if we if we have to punt, we have to for anything yeah. we do, they have to. Yeah. Do. So we score a touchdown. So now you're forcing LSU to score mm-hmm. because then you almost have a free drive after that. Going, we're up seven with the ball. So right. now it's like, what okay. do you want to do with this kind right. of thing? You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's how this game's going to be played. Unlike the other game where I think it's going to be completely different. Right. I think this yeah. one's going to be. Oklahoma has to go up seven, and it's okay. So you scored. Now we have to right. score. Anything you know? What I mean, any any time either offense because both offenses are fantastic. Yeah, right? exactly. That I think any time a defense can force either get a, get off the field without a point or just force a field goal because field goals in college yeah. are not gimmies anymore. No, I think that you need. I think those are wins. Exactly, right? those are small yeah. victories within the game where you can go. Okay, 
They only scored three that time. So if we go down and score, that's a that's a you know four point swing right or whatever. Away. Yep. Exactly. So Absolutely. I think I think that's Oklahoma's <clears throat> key to win is just kind of match what LSU does. Keep it close. Give yourself a shot at the end of the game to exactly. win. The exactly. Game. Yeah. To win the game. That's the biggest exactly. thing. Absolutely. So give me a score and who wins this football game. Oof. Um, I do think it will be quite I think it's high. Be high. I think it's gonna be high. Um, let's see. I'm gonna check the over under to okay. see how crazy this is gonna be. It's probably <laughs> off yeah, the what, charts what's right Vegas now. saying, right? Yeah, Vegas has got some crazy stuff going. You like usual, right? Um, seventy five point five wow, combined points. points. So it's like a forty <laughs> to thirty five type Lord. of score that they have in this Good one. Lord. Um, so if I was betting that, I'd probably bet the over because I'm wow. gonna assume it's probably a. Like a forty-two thirty-nine. Okay. You know, okay. Like really? Like so you think like that a, you think that's how close this margin is oh, yeah. wind up being? Is a yeah. three-point game, like where it, at the end of the day it's gonna be like, oh, it was a three-point game. Yeah. At the end well, of I think day. if it's how I think that it yeah. will start off. Right. I think it will. You think However, it's start off really hot, and then we're gonna see a point where like, oh yeah, no offense can do yeah. anything for like a half a quarter and a oh, half. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. And I think it, like when you're looking for offensive, if yeah. you want an offensive game, it's funny how this really played out. Yeah. If you want the offensive game, you look at this one. Yeah. If you want the defensive game, you go to the, the 8 one. o'clock game. Absolutely. Um, so you're going to say 42-39, who's getting the win here? Oh, LSU. LSU. Okay. I don't know if it actually be that cl- I mean, you're sitting at 12 and a half spread, yeah. so they're really like, there's they really, really think, no chance. Yeah, right. I, do, I, think that's, I think that's a very wide spread. I mean, they are the number four team in the country. I do exactly. think Oklahoma's offense is good enough to keep pace. Yeah. I just don't know if they can make the one big play or force the one turnover against LSU to really get them out there. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say it's a little bit lower, though. I'm going to say more of like a 38-30, just a smidge. Okay. You know, like 38, like... I think that's the top of my of my barometer for me, just because I'm like, defenses have to play up in this game. As much yeah. as the offenses will, at some point, somebody on the defensive side has yeah. got to make a play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, five, six touchdowns, that's a lot of scoring. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I don't care if it's college or not. That's a lot of scoring. All right, so we both had LSU going to the finals. Let's talk the other game now, Ohio State. Clemson, this is the game that I know I'm looking forward to the most by far. This yeah. is the most anticipated game I've wanted to see all year. Yeah. Like, low-key. Like, I am so excited for this game. I hope Clemson comes out and beats the living dog poop out of Ohio State. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that way, no. necessarily. But give me your analysis on where Ohio State's mindset is going into this game. They're undefeated. Big Ten yeah. champions. Again, had a minor scare against Wisconsin, but then came the second half and blew the doors right off. Yeah. I mean, what what is your mindset going in? Um, I would be see. I'm, I'm a big Clemson fan yeah, here, for as sure. I'm a big yeah, Trevor absolutely. Lawrence fan. Yeah. So going into this, I'm also hoping that Clemson just absolutely destroys Ohio State. <laughs> um, but if I was Ohio State, I would actually feel quite confident going in because you know you have a strong running attack. Oh my god! And and you have the defense to kind of back you up with absolutely. a Heisman contender and uh, Chase Young, mm-hmm. and just that defense as a whole. You have like a top five. Yeah. Overall corner, yeah. he's probably going to be picking he's probably the, the best man to man corner in the in the draft. In, in, in the if draft, he, if he declares, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you have all of that surrounding your defense, where yeah. you can go. Listen, maybe the Trevor Lawrence not playing anybody all year really does come up to provision, and maybe he makes a couple mistakes. Well, he uh, history hasn't shown it. Yeah, but if I was Ohio State, I would be optimistic in that sense of. Yeah. Maybe are you, you have concerned? Are it. you concerned at all that Wisconsin, especially in the first half, Michigan in the first half, right? They really attacked the defensive secondary of Ohio yeah. State, right? They went up over the top. They yeah. tried to make big plays happen early. Um, do you think Clemson, with a better quarterback, potentially the best quarterback in the nation, 
and a guy who's never lost, he's played on this stage before against the best defense in the country, that he's going to go out and he's just going to, that first half, he's going to go 12 for yeah. 12 for three touchdowns. I would, you know I mean, mean, I wouldn't be shocked like if he that, did like, that. I that's, feel like that's the one thing, if I'm Ohio State, I'm like, man, I had Shea Patterson, and I had, I don't even know, what's the quarterback from Wisconsin's name? Doesn't matter. He, yeah. He's not anything of any sort of relevance. So the fact that those two guys came in, especially in the first half, and dictated the pace yeah. against our defense, especially Chase Young, once again, has not been a massive factor yeah. in these two games, will, especially early. I know. I will say, though, <clears throat> when you look at some of the film from Chase Young, yeah. they are triple Oh, yeah, Chase absolutely. Young. There's, absolutely. There's no one picture right. out there with Wisconsin literally putting three linemen, yep. shifting them over on Chase yep. Young. At that point, you go, listen... That's all you got to do. Someone else has got to play. Someone else has to do something. Make a play. Right. That shows you how important he is. The point being is that if Clemson, who is the top of the top, right, they're not going to let a team or one guy dictate what they do offensively. So if you're Ohio State, if your other guys aren't getting home and you are letting Trevor Lawrence sit back there in the pocket and you're not getting that rush from Chase Young, it's over. No offense. I don't care what you're doing on offense. It is over because he's going to pick you apart. I was going to say, I think Clemson probably has arguably the second best receiving core in this this final four. Probably next to, you can argue, LSU or Oklahoma with their top top guys. LSU's hands always scare me a little bit. That's why I think Oklahoma with C.D. Lamb itself is just probably the best. But I think Clemson has number two with like right. T. Higgins out there and stuff. You got amazing Travis Etienne is probably the best running back out right. of the four. So give me this then. If you're Clemson, right, what are you concerned what are you concerned with going in now that you know you're playing Ohio State, right? Yeah. What is your primary focus in getting this victory? Offensive or defense, I don't care. What's yeah. your number if you're Dabo Sweeney on the whiteboard, you're saying number one, this is what we must do in order to win this yeah. football game. Well, at first glance, I think you would look at Chase Young as yeah. the first glance be okay. like, yep, this is the guy. Yep. But I actually think it's just to stop the run. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Absolutely. Dobbins. I think absolutely. it's absolutely number one. Because yeah. I don't think they have the receivers mm-hmm. with um, with their quarterback to be able to really beat you. Like Unlike the LSU-Oklahoma game, which is going to be completely different if mm-hmm. they make it to there, this game is going to be more reliant on ground and pound and yes. running the ball up you. Right. If you can stop him and get them under three yards of carry, I don't know if Justin Fields is going to be thrown over the top this whole game right. and successfully doing right. it for If you're getting them quarters. in long-term situations where, once again, you're not putting yourself in a situation like Michigan did where you're out of position yeah. in key third-down moments. You saw earlier in that Michigan game, Ohio State third and 20, third and 17, yeah. right? And yet they're still converting. That won't happen, I don't think. Against the Clemson defense. I just don't think it's yeah. going to happen. I, and to Kyle's point, when yeah. we were talking about Michigan-Ohio State, yeah. I do think the key is send a lot of guys on early down situations, and then put them in the third coverage. and 17, drop and drop back. back. The, the problem that Michigan couldn't handle is they just couldn't get off the field on the third and 18. Right. The problem is I think Clemson will get off the field on third and 18. Right. Right. I think that's going to be Ohio State's downfall. If this if game, uh, we're anticipating this game to be more defense of a defensive struggle, right, because these defenses yeah. are better, utmost for the most part, on paper. Let's just say, for instance, though, that this game is not like that, and then we get maybe a second shootout, or maybe the other game is a defense struggle for whatever reason, yeah. right? and we had we that error because we're was... saying it's one way, so it's obviously going to go the yeah. other. So if this game is a shootout, in your opinion, who does that favor and why? Because theoretically, you can make the case Ohio State's offense lives on the big play, right? They do. Their speed is, is second to none, so... It, it, without that, right, you, you may have a chance. But if, if you can't stop the big play, you may be in trouble. If, does that favor Clemson or does it favor Ohio State if this goes shootout? I think it would favor Clemson only because I think the defense in a shootout, if you're like, guys, one stop to like to do this, to win a, to go to the national championship, I would trust 
Clemson's defense yeah. to lock down vice versa Ohio yeah. State's lockdown Clemson's right. offense. Mm-hmm. So I think like say there's like two minutes left. Yeah. Clemson's down four. Yeah. I'm like Trevor Lawrence is gonna probably get you down there. Mm-hmm. They score. Okay, now Clemson's got a D up. I would trust that situation yeah, more than sure. I would. Okay, Justin Fields, okay. eighty yards, get me down. Yeah. They were down four. Go for get sure. us a touchdown. I don't sure. know if I would trust that as much. Right, right. And obviously they're going in a little bit banged up too. Justin Fields is not hundred percent still. Right, we know that going in. Um, yeah. But let's talk about. Okay, so give me a score. Give me your prediction of who wins it. Who's favored right now? By the way, it's, is so Ohio State favored? Um, so it's weird. So, uh, ESPN Power Football Index has Ohio State at fifty four percent. Right. But the spread is Clemson minus two. Wow, that's weird. So, so it says that they should be favored, but they're not in Vegas. Yeah. So, so Vegas. Yeah. So they have a separate. They they're yeah, differentiating. Right. Obvious. Yeah. So I would say probably I'll go with Vegas probably with the betting odds because more people are betting it, mm-hmm. and sixty percent of people say that Clemson's probably going to win. Okay. Okay. So okay, Clemson's going to be favored. Right. Right. I no, well, I mean, you're the defending national champions. You're undefeated, just like yeah. Ohio State is, right? I think, I think this... you saw chinks in the armor potentially against teams like Michigan and Wisconsin yeah. for Ohio State. But once again, it's one game, right? Yeah. So in your mind, what's the score? Who wins the game? Um, I think it's about 31-27 Clemson. 31-27 I do think Clemson. it's a little yeah. higher, but it, I think it would go the, under, think, the over-unders I, at 64, so I think it would probably go to under. I would not be shocked to see Trevor Lawrence... They'd be down, and Trevor Lawrence had one of those Eli Manning type plays. You know what I mean? Where yeah, like a crazy play to T. Higgins and or something. Just, and he just at the end of it just somehow yeah. made it just to make a throw. Yeah. I feel like that's there's gonna be a play like that one way or the other. I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say I'm gonna agree with you to uh, it's gonna be a little bit low scoring, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say something. It's gonna be crazy, like 31-28. I think it's gonna be okay. right up on it, and I think it's gonna be a last second field goal gets the win. Okay. I, think, I think they are so close in so many ways. They play such different games, but they're they're built kind of the same in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um, I, I really, this game is gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be really I, there's, really exciting. I think there's watch. one interesting thing that yeah. Clemson has that no one else in this has mm-hmm. is since they played a weaker schedule. Yeah, I no think one knows. No one really knows right. what they are. Yeah, no and I think that, about I think that's a scary thing because Ohio State. We can mention. Like against Michigan, they got him in the third and 18th. If they just got off the field, it would be close. Right. LSU doesn't have that strong defense. Oklahoma has even a weaker defense, but they're about the same. Clemson, you go, they didn't they, really play yeah. anybody. So they like, got it last year, so they did it last year, so yeah. you should be good. <laughs> Their defense has been all good all year, but right. again, you're not playing anybody. Their offense has been extraordinary. Mm-hmm. They haven't played, so it's like. Do what they do have do they have a weakness? I right, guess right, like no one right, really yeah. knows. Who yet. has it? Who well? Who can figure out who first? Is really yeah. is really the primary focus. Absolutely. All right. Let's go in now. Based off our hypotheticals, right? We're saying okay. LSU and Clemson. So it's yes. one versus three. Um, in that matchup, uh, we're not going to delve too much into the analysis necessarily just yet, guys, because we're going to wait till see after the games who mm-hmm. is actually in the final. So we're not going to break down this game as if they're actually playing because we don't know that yet. But I do want you, Mike, give me a national champion and give me a national champion based off of who you think wins those first two games and give me a score. And hopefully, we'll be talking, then we can break down the game in yeah. the future after we actually um, know the I'm going to say games. Clemson over them. I'm going to give it a uh, uh, oh, man, that's, that's 31 27 win. Oh, man. I'll that's say that's same. close. Yeah, the exact that's, same yeah, score. That would be Eli's crazy. Yeah, really I close. think that. You know what's funny is I almost, in so many ways, I really do hope that these are the results because I do think that LSU and Clemson would be a much better game than I think LSU and Ohio State would be. I see. I think the The game would be... The story is better better the other way. Right, but I think the game 
I think would be better Clemson and LSU. Yes, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, I just think overall game quality. Like, I think I think all the pregame on ESP and everything would be yeah. so amazing. Be like, Joe Burrow went to here, then he transferred over, and now they're both undefeated. And now, mm-hmm. and I think, like, the story of it and everything really makes it why I'm, like, really worried about Clemson's chances. Because right. I feel like if yeah. something happens, right. they're going to push toward the story. Yeah. We're not going to say anything about it, but yeah, if something for sure. happens. For sure, and that's why we're going to wait to see. And so we're going to wait to sure. see about it, right. but I do think Clemson-LSU would be like... Right, the game. Yes, yeah. Joe right. Burrow, Jerbo, Heisman versus Trevor Lawrence, the undefeated yeah. king of Feeling. college football right, right. now would yep. be fantastic. Absolutely, for sure. Absolutely, no doubt about it. But that's going to be very interesting. You know, I, I think that... I. <laughs> No offense to Oklahoma, but I think, honestly, three out of the four teams legitimately yeah. have a chance. I don't think Oklahoma has enough on the defensive side, and I think that they're one turnover away from their whole yeah. game plan being exploded. Do you, do you but, think this season <clears throat> ruins the expansion of the playoff? No. To talk about it? No, I don't, because you were so close to disaster mm-hmm. this year, and I think that you, you very well could have seen a situation where you're like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in all honesty, right? Like, you could have, like, if Oklahoma would have lost that game, yeah. right? Who gets in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in all honesty, who gets in? You've got a whole bunch of two lost teams mm-hmm. for fighting for number four, and a lot of them can all make that case. Because yeah. then Oregon could have made their case, right? Yeah. Bama, theoretically, I know you can't, but you could have yeah. made that case. You could have made the case for a, a lot of these teams. So it's mm-hmm. like, you were close. I personally think that, and two, I think it would give the possibility for these teams like a Utah or something like that where you don't necessarily have to be perfect yeah. to have like that one run in order to get there, right? Like if you're a top, if you're a top eight team, that's hard. That's yeah. hard to be a top eight team in, in college football. So I, I would like to see it outside of what Harbaugh or what Michigan thinks, right? Because Michigan wouldn't have been in it either. But I do think that you would get a more definitive game. I don't think they will ever go to that though. Yeah. That's that's I, Let's talk about that after the season's ending because okay. depending on the quality of these games because we're anticipating some really high yeah. quality because games. If these games suck, that's why I, mean, I think that lends it, credibility even more. I think like like last year, how all the games were blow up. People right. were like, we Everyone's don't like, want eight don't, teams. I want eight teams. No, right. I no, I thought it was the opposite where people don't want eight teams because everything was going to be a blow. Oh, okay. Like you have four right. playoff games that are all blowouts. I was because, in the other camp because I was like, this sucks. So I would rather see, see like the West for an upset because I'd like to then see an underdog team like a Western from a couple years ago was undefeated. Yeah. They somehow pull an upset over Oklahoma. Okay, yeah. now they're yeah. playing a Bama. Let's yeah. see what the hell Maybe. happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, it just lends lends up a little bit more. It's kind of like the NCAA tournament, right? Where you get that one team every year where you're like, yeah. oh, they made this Sweet 16, yeah. and then they got demolished. But that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. oh, but it's awesome. going to be interesting for sure. So you got Clemson. I'm going to take LSU over Clemson. I think that LSU gets it done, and everybody freaks out and thinks that you know Trevor Lawrence sucks again until the summer, and then he throws 100 touchdowns. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's fine. but I'm going to say LSU wins it. I'm going to say 28-27. Okay. I think they win by one. But... I know. That's interesting. Yeah, I know, right? You know, like the smidgens and smallest of margins yeah, for fair. sure. But we'll talk about that more as we go. After the break, we're going to talk Burrow, Heisman. He did it. Proud of you. So awesome. Then we're going to talk okay. Alabama and Michigan, that bowl game, and if it means anything for either team and who is it more important for. And then we're also going to preview the New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom card, the biggest show of the year for New Japan and possibly of the entire 2020 year, and it's happening January 4th. So... Stay tuned for all that after the break. Stick around. And welcome back to part two of the I'm Drake Sports Podcast, episode 55, Mike. Man, I'm getting old. All right, let's talk about it. 
<laughs> I felt that. Right? Mr. LSU Tiger himself, former Buckeye, Mr. Burrow, gets the Heisman nod. Um, you know, we talked about this last year with Kyler Murray winning the Heisman, right? And whether yeah. he deserved it or not. Is there any doubt in your mind whatsoever that he did not deserve to win the Heisman this year? Um, no, not at all. When I was watching the ceremony, I yeah. was, when you look at the four the body of work. Them, yeah. There, there are a lot of... Yeah, his body. He has like forty-eight touchdowns this year. <laughs> I, I went. Yeah, I think that's that looks pretty good to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Overall, I just went. Who else would you give it to? Like mm-hmm. Chase Young, you're not there yet. Like plus, you're not. You don't play offense. Yeah. <laughs> like no sorry. Offense, like you're not. You're not Woodson. It's not yeah. happening. Um. Who like Justin Fields? I said it's a great story, but he's not. And now he's in his sophomore year, so I do think if he does the same thing next year, he I think there's well. a very Give they possibility he wins it next year. Yeah, for sure. And Jalen Hurts, I was like, when you look at just his passing stats, which yeah. I look at as a quarterback, I would go, okay, I take his passing stats at like as like the main thing, and then rushing stats afterwards, kind of like Lamar. Yeah. Where I go, how is he as a passer, and then running just everything extra? Yeah. And he had 32 touchdowns and a couple of picks. I went, that's not great. He did have 18 touchdowns rushing, Jeez. but I'm like, right. yes. So I went, LSU, or uh, Joe Burrow, I think 48 touchdowns throwing. I went, I think that's enough to give you the nod. Right. For yeah, the, absolutely. For no, and I, I know I was kind of surprised Trevor Lawrence wasn't in the conversation. You're undefeated two straight years, national champion. He's been on a. T- I know he threw. He, I know he had some interceptions early on in the year. Once again, it's that Clemson thing where, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm not really a Clemson fan necessarily. Like I'm not like I'm not like hopping on the train by any means. But I do think it's weird that a team that hasn't lost a game in two years is somehow being underlooked for some reason. Yeah. And a guy like that, where I'm like, man, I get it as a freshman, right? Okay, you know, he comes out of nowhere, he wins the national championship. It's a Cardell Jones type story. But yeah. then he goes and does it again this year, where they're undefeated again. He's putting up great numbers again. He hasn't thrown a pick in like three months. And yet, he's not even in consideration. I was a little surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Fields and Young were hurt by each other by being both in the top four, though, because then it's like, oh, well, you have good players. Yeah, on both side. sides. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, you didn't have an LSU cornerback. You yeah. Know, you know, I did think going in number two was Jalen Hurts, but I think it was like Joe Burrow, Jalen right. Hurts. So like, yeah, right, right. Uh, as a video, there's a big, <laughs> there's a big discrepancy. Big there, yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. No, I just thought it was interesting. Congratulations. What is his ceiling... From a pro perspective, right? Yeah. Do you think he? Do you think that this? It, it, let's just say LSU wins national championship, right? Yeah. Is that does that propel him to first round status? Is that a second? Is he a second I think, round guy? I think he's a top two round guy. Yeah. I think it, it really depends on the situation. Oh, the team he goes. For sure. Absolutely. Like I don't think I think there's some teams that just go. No, I like this guy better. Just Cincinnati fans yeah. are already clamoring for him. Yeah. Cincinnati fans and are I, already I think like, since, let's go right I now. I think Cincinnati is a place where he could flourish too. Yeah. Where I think he's mo. I think his style plays good where he's mobile enough and can make almost any throw that you want Mm -hmm. and so i think he's just he's just an increase there Mm -hmm. but i do think he needs to sit a year right i don't think he's like like there yet he's not like andrew luck where he's just like plug right out plug Plug and play play. he's not like or like baker how they were just gonna like plug and play him and everything i don't think he's a plug and play but i think if you give him a year or two to sit behind like andy dalton or whatever Mm -hmm. and give him a year get some more things around him and then that's the year where they'll just flourish. I think do you, think, do you think that out of the possible quarterbacks that could be coming out, right, because, you know, Hurts is coming out this year, Jake Fromm is probably going to come out, yeah. right? He's got to come out. Um, a couple of other guys, do you think he's a top quarterback prop? Two was another guy, right? Yeah. Do you think if you are Cincinnati or let's just say Miami, for example, yeah. right, um, are, are the, is he the guy that you're looking at? Just being, okay, do I like somebody better than him? I think, <clears throat> I think if you're – I think if you need a guy right now, I don't yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think 
if you can wait. Like, if, like, Cincinnati or Miami... I think every team can wait. I don't think anyone's, like... Cincinnati's, like, we get this guy, we can go. Or, like, Miami. I don't think there's a team that would take him that's, like, we're just going to take you, plug you in, and go. And we're championship level. Like, I don't think they're waiting for that. Mm -hmm. So, I think... Him and Justin Herbert, I think you could just take in, go sit a year or two, mm-hmm. and then they they could just be great. You know one team though, I do think who I do think could do that theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. The Colts. I think that is the one team. Yeah. Where, because Brissett, I don't think Brissett is necessarily the answer yeah. for the future, right? And as much as they built that team and a lot of youth and really good, you know, mm-hmm. solid foundation of players, you know. Quentin Nelson, you have that linebacker, you know, that plays out there. You've got, you still got a older T.Y. Hilton out there who can help you out. You, you know what I mean? You've got some teams where, like, in their playoff contention right yeah. now, theoretically, they could be. Yeah. You know, I think that giving him eight games to sit and then taking, letting him take over with Frank Reich as the as the coach yeah. there, I think that would be a great start. I also, and I don't know how much they believe in Tannehill, but Tennessee could be a team that's like that Tannehill too. they're looking at. They're looking at it. But that's right. You're right. But, but Tannehill's flourishing yeah. right now on a team that was ready-made because Mariota couldn't get it done. Yeah, right. but I think Tennessee, <clears> I think <throat> both those teams in that division, where I think... Tampa, Tampa, yeah, Tampa I think those are three, okay. That's a, that's yeah. a good three teams. Yeah. Right, guess, but they're but later. But once again, though, they're not in the top of the draft though, so they would either have to yeah. trade up or they would wait to get them. But once again, I think there's more quarterbacks taken before that. Then that's oh no, I think right. I think there's gonna be like five quarterbacks taken yeah. early this year. Can't uh, all these teams. Time. Can't wait for draft time. So close, man. So close. To I think the dismal season being over. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, Oakland's another team. I think if they don't believe in Carr, I think mm-hmm. that's a team where you can plug There's and play. Also, several teams. I, I'm excited to talk about that though because it's yeah. going to be a quarterback heavy yeah. draft. I do think. Uh, long story short, yeah. I do think either Jalen Hurts or yep. Burrow will probably be the first one. But I wouldn't. Yep. Exp- I wouldn't be shocked at Herbert. But I think Herbert kind of killed him. Like in, in the, the later, big in- games, he just. For whatever reason, yeah. I could not get it. Not even done. the big games, but against like Arizona State. But I'm like, saying, like games where like, like you control your own destiny. It's like, yeah. dude, like you're the best player on the field. Go score. Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, so it's tough for sure. All right, let's jump in now to this Alabama Michigan matchup for a second here. Uh, they're playing the Citrus Bowl. Am I right on that? Citrus yeah, Bowl, the yeah? orange is that the same Citrus thing. Orange Bowl? Bowl. I think orange and citrus. I think. It's, uh, oh, yeah, I'll look it, it up. It doesn't matter. It, who cares? I will look it up, Rob. You're going to look it up for Yeah, me? but you can you can keep talking, yeah. and I'll just look it up and tell you. <laughs> but um, Alabama, yeah. They're in the Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl, right? Yeah. So we got a three-loss Michigan team against a two-loss Bama team. This is probably... I don't know if I don't know if any I don't know if there's another game out there that I'm not aware of, but outside of the top out of the final four, this is probably the top game people are looking at watching. Am I wrong on that? Is there another um, game where like where's George? I mean Oregon Wisconsin would be All a pretty right, good pretty, one. That's pretty close, I would say. Um, yeah, I guess Georgia Baylor, but Baylor's a little weaker, so yeah, I don't think that's. You know, yeah, I would. I would say those are the top. As far two as games. like blue blood programs, you know what I mean, where it's like everyone's a lot of fanfare coming yeah. from both sides. <sighs> USC Iowa. Just because I don't know, maybe not. I was not in the not, perfect not. spot. For that. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. I was boring. I, I like USC, but <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, but you know, one of the top games outside of the two out of the final yeah. four, you know, that you're going out to, and against, and it's two teams who everybody for whatever reason thought was going to be in the final four anyway. I don't yeah. know why you thought that was Michigan, but it's fine. Um, but. A game necessarily, right? You know, you got some guys already saying they're not going to play, right? Like Uche's not going to play, right? You think he's he's declared? Is he not going to play? No, he's going to play. He is going to play. He, he okay. said he's going to play. He's declared. Okay, right. Actually, um, this is interesting. There's a lot of guys that are, are going to play. This really? Year. 
That's yeah. surprising to me. But because I know that you're going to have guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones who are probably going to leave, right? Shea's last game. Yeah. You've got guys out there. Obviously, Tua's not going to play. Yeah. Uh, what's the spread on that game? I'm interested to see with, with Tua um, being out. So, I can't imagine Michigan's favorite. No, Alabama's favored by seven. By seven, right? That's, yes. I think that's a fair responsibility. Do you think this is, Do you think this game matters at all for either team? Like, in the grand scheme of things. Like, if, if Harbaugh and Michigan go out and beat Saban by two scores... Right? Without Tua, right? So you're playing this freshman dude yeah. or whatever. Does that matter? See, I don't I don't <laughs> I'm not big into momentum from previous year to current year. Because, yeah. Especially in just college. Just for resume just for a resume standpoint, right? Like I don't think this mat this game matters at all to Alabama. No, I, no, I don't think it matters really to either. I guess if yeah. Michigan said we beat Alabama, I think that's like a yeah. bigger thing. Yeah. But I don't think for either team it's like Oh my God! We beat Alabama. Now next year we're gonna go roll through. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Some I don't people, want. You know we're gonna hear that though. No, right? I know. You know we're gonna get that immediately as soon as this game happens. If Michigan wins, well, we beat Alabama. We should yeah. be rolling for next year. Yeah. See, I don't believe in yeah. especially in college NFL. I think you can have a little momentum. But it's you the same beat, team. Yeah, you same beat team. you beat Six this team. This team. Same. You beat Chicago, yeah. the Packers, Lions. Get a little momentum in the next year. I think that is a thing if you beat like divisional opponents for sure. But like Absolutely. Michigan's like, oh, we beat Alabama. Right. We're going to roll in the next right. year. You won't have your quarterback. You don't have the same receivers. Right. Your running backs are different. Like, everyone leaves and it's different. So, I'm like, you, there's not really the momentum. So, yeah. I don't think it really means anything except to John Harbaugh's bowl record, which at the end of the day doesn't really mean anything either. Right. Because yeah, bowl absolutely. record, if you're not in the Final Four, doesn't really matter. Right. And I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Unfortunately. I do think this matters a little bit more to Harbaugh than it does. Say, obviously, same has got the rings. But I do yeah. think it matters a little bit for Harbaugh. It's just like, jeez, man. Like, we haven't won a... I mean, he's like one and four in bowl games. You know what I mean? That's not spectacular. He lost to Florida State. Who did they lose to last year? Who did they lose to last year? Florida. They lost to Florida last year. Yeah, they've Florida always played Florida. I know, right? In the same bowl all the time, too, for whatever yeah. reason. They're but like, this is the one. Thank <laughs> you. We're meant to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we but, know you guys can play in this yeah, one. <laughs> exactly. You're always right there. But uh, it's an interesting matchup, nonetheless. I think it's something that Michigan fans are going to be looking forward to. Do you think, yeah. uh, give me fun. a prediction. Who do, you, who do you think wins that game? I think Alabama wins, but I think it's a little closer because mm-hmm. now a lot like Shea's not leaving, and you have all these guys who are yeah. actually playing in this game. Right. So I do think it's going to be legitimately a good game. Yeah. Um. So I would say Alabama by like four, yeah. maybe seven or something. Like yeah. I do. I think maybe they cover, but it's it's closer than people think. Like right. it's not going to be like forty two to zero. Like I'd Alabama's like to see just go out and just chuck the ball a million times. Oh, I would too. It would be just, awesome. Just go well, because just this game, players. this game's like a. It doesn't really. It's not like yeah, impactful to you. So it's like yeah. just do whatever you want. Do some trick, just ball champs. Like fake pun it and have some fun with it. You know what I mean? You should start McCaffrey just for the hell of it. Yeah, you should. Or start your freshman dude yeah. or your five star quarterback that you just got. Whatever. Right. Yeah, who cares? Right. Well, whoever the it. next savior of Michigan football is, yeah. start him instead. Yeah. For have sure. some fun with it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's jump. Let's you know. Let's jump now to the squared circle. We're going overseas, folks. Going to New Japan Pro Wrestling in the biggest show of their calendar year every year. The very stop that's kind of like the culmination of everything from the previous year. January, was it? The 4th, 4th and the 5th, 2020. Be there, be square. Wrestle Kingdom. Or watch it online, because we won't be there. No, we won't be there, but you know, you know what I mean. But <laughs> um, it is their biggest show of the year, similar to WrestleMania. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, everybody knows what WrestleMania is, right? Yeah. Same Similar thing. Just with a different company, right? And if you are an official wrestling fan and you don't know Wrestle Kingdom is, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you're, but I mean, you're, you're, you're missing to go something. Buy New Japan World and go watch it's only previous nine dollars a oh month. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. Um, 
This card, though, for the first time ever, is interesting because it is actually a two-nighter. This is one of the, this is probably the biggest show, and I can remember in recent history at least, where it's two broken down into two nights, right? And especially as big a promotion as this is, and the kind of the momentum that they got carrying in, especially their top two matches that we're going to talk about here in a second. So what we're going to go through here, we're going to kind of preview these cards and kind of give some predictions because we don't necessarily know what's going to be happening yeah. in a couple of these matches on night two, and yeah. we'll explain that yeah. as we go. We're going to dedicate quite a bit of time here. The last topic on the show is this, yes. so that we can kind of really give you guys a, a real preview going in in just a couple weeks, guys. So if you guys are interested about what we're saying, be sure to definitely hit up New Japan World and, and hook this up because you're not going to want to miss it. If you're looking to get into pro wrestling... This is where you want to start for sure because yeah. this is going to get you fired up real quick and in a hurry. Yep. So let's go. Let's just start night one opener. Night, night one opener. Okay. Well, do you want these eight man tags? Do you want me to go through all these? No. Or? You know what? We'll yeah, go like the yeah, first. Okay. Yeah, give me so the first we have thing. we have three special eight man tags yeah. that set up matches for the next night yeah. for the most part. But we're gonna go over those yeah. different times. Yeah. Um, I'll tweet about it. Yeah. Or something. There you go. Uh, so we're gonna start with the fourth match out of. Nine on this, this one. This is night one. We have night two one. nights to yeah. cover. So we're going to start with the the main, the heavyweight tag team championship match. We have Tangaloa and Tamatanga yep. taking on David Finley and Juice Robinson, who won the World Tag League out of 30 teams or something crazy yeah, like that. right. Exactly. Uh, who do you have and why? So this, this match is going to be interesting. I think that I... I I think it's time for Tama to have a singles run. So I think Juice and Dave actually get the win okay. here. Um, I don't. I think the tag league was extremely shallow this year. And yeah. I think they're trying. To well, they just they just added try, everybody. To I think see they're trying age. to make a team. Is what they're trying to do with yeah. this, and they're trying to give Juice because I think Juice is somewhat over over there right now. Yeah. I think they get the win because Judy's held the title. They ain't doing nothing with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why not have this title change? Okay. Really, my reason. Um, I Outside would... of that, I got nothing. I would. I'm just gonna say they retain to go different from you. Yeah. Um. They're a great tag team, and I don't think this is the team that should do it. I think yeah. they should really make a team first. That's why I think that they have. That's why I think they're oh, gonna do okay. it with these guys. I think winning the. I think they're that's gonna fair. use the titles and the win to legitimize them okay, as the world yeah, tag team. Fair. But I'm with you though. I, I think that's a coin flip game. And guys, just so you guys are aware too, as we're going through, if you don't know some of these people, that's okay. It really is okay. Not everybody knows this, but if you do, then you should be able to follow along. If you don't. Feel free, hit us up, we'll explain, or go on, you know, go on social media, go on Twitter. They're very active on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Really go do some digging if you're interested whatsoever, and obviously reach out to us at Mike Merkel, at Rob Medico, or yeah. at I'm Always Right for the Sports Podcast page as well. Hit us up with your questions or anything else like that. So, um, so our second match, yeah. or technically fifth, we yeah. go the United States Championship match with as a Texas death match. Ooh. We'll have Lance Archer as the champion, yep. defending against... John Moxley. For you WWE fans, John Moxley used to be known as Dean Ambrose, right? Yes. You probably see him on AEW on Wednesday nights on TNT. Um, I think, I, I mean, this is a weird one because I don't know what John's relationship with New Japan is now, yep. honestly. I think John gets the win, though, only because um, I think he wins it, and I think they use him to put to get somebody else over. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think Archer's anything that great, but yep. you know what I mean? I wouldn't be shocked to see him win, I think, why the whole Texas Deathmatch thing kind of lends it to that. But I also, I, I don't see the purpose of having Archer be okay. the United States champion. So, yeah, I'm going to have uh, Archer win okay. to retain because I think 
I don't think he's going to go over to do a lot of Japan stuff right, right now. Right. So I think they're just kind of Archer because he is yeah. the Japan guy. So I think he's going to win it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, it gives him a big yeah, win. Yeah, it gives, it gives, a, a yeah, gives win. him that huge yeah, staple sure. win. Yeah. Um. So sixth match, we got IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Will Ospreay, he is the champion defending against coming back Hiromu Takahashi, who broke his neck last year. Yeah. And is coming back. I, I, this one's tough for me. This is one that I've been thinking about because I think... This match is a match where, theoretically, Os- Will Ospreay, and if you don't know who Will Ospreay is, just type yeah. in Will Ospreay. He is phenomenal. Yeah, he does um, stuff. But I think in this match in particular, I want to say Ospreay retains, but I feel like you need to get the junior title off him to let him progress. Yeah. So I think Takashi's the only guy who could theoretically beat him. Yeah. And everyone would go, okay. Yeah. And, I, then, and then Ospreay goes on U.S., you know, that's why I think Matt possibly Ambrose could win it and then drop it to us or something like that. Yeah, really maybe. Quick. You know, U.S. never open weight, um, I see. IC title. Possibly. What depending on what they're going to do at the end of the show. But I'm going to say Takashi wins. But it's one of those things where that one is that's a coin flip. Yeah, I, mean, I, really I have Takahashi time. winning also. Yeah. Um, Just only because Osprey I think needs to get out of the junior te- junior yeah, divisions. I, only the reason. Only is, reason I have. That's. That's exactly because he's why so I hot. He's yeah. so hot right now. He needs know. to yeah. be in other. Yeah, pictures. he's on fire right now. Okay, um, let's keep So these next two are interesting. So yeah. the winner of these <clears throat> next two matches will fight each other in a champion versus championship match to combine both titles. The losers are just in a singles match. Now, over, before we go over these two, they're not dropping one of them, right? They're not like gonna like completely like, get rid of the Intercontinental Championship, right? No, no. Okay. So they're right. gonna be like a dual yeah, champion. dual champion. But like, I don't want to see it to where like. They've done it where, like, all right, where it's champion versus champion, and then the lower card title gets a little, you know. No, I'm pretty sure, like, okay. they're just going to be double okay. champion I, I until so, someone beats yeah. them for you're, one of you're, the two. You're more up to date on it than I am that's, that's so. Okay, that's up to what I know, I guess. Yeah, right, so yeah, it could sure. change. Okay, yeah, um, these so, are the two biggest matches on night one by far. By these far. four guys are probably top ten in the world. Um, and what they do, and they're going to be hella great contests. Yeah. So we have Jay White, who is the IC champion, going to yep. face Tetsuya Naito. Who do you have and why? Oh, boy, this is tough. This is really, really, really tough. I'm going to say Naito wins it. Okay. I'm going to say Naito wins it. I don't think that – I think you can get Jay White, who has had a phenomenal 2019, um, to a point without this – crowning moment you know yeah. what i mean so i think that you have enough time i think they have teased and prolonged this nido thing mm-hmm. and i think this is nido's year to really like truly like this is the time yeah i really do think this is the time so i do think that nido wins the intercontinental title again and goes to the main event of night two yes i actually 100 percent agree with you yeah. um i think jay white in the main event main mm-hmm. event i don't think that's like I think I think they can get him to be their their the the American guy that they want to build around. They can get him there, but they don't need to do this to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. No. I think this. I think they can make him world champion six months from now, and everyone goes, "I get it." Yeah, but right now in this particular moment, he's been U.S. champion, he's been Intercontinental champion, he's been world champion already, and he's beaten big names to do it. I don't think this is his moment. I yeah. think next year we could be talking about. Him versus somebody for the title, and he wins it, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and then so our main event for night one, for night we one. have yep. um, Kazushika Okada taking on Kota Ibushi, who won the G1 Climax right. for the world title. Who right. do you have and why? I'm going to say Okada wins this match. I think that everyone okay. thinks it's Ibushi with a layup, and I don't think that's the case. I think it's very similar to when Kenny won the G1 a couple years ago. Yep. I don't think this is, and once again, this 
takes back to my point before. I don't think this is Coda's moment either. I really don't. I think the one guy that people aren't talking about enough is Naito. So I think that I think Abushi is going to lose this match in a hell of a great contest. Yeah. But I think Okada wins, and I think it sets up for the third time mm-hmm. at Russell Kingdom. Okada, Naito for the title, title versus title, and I think this is the moment. I'm going to ruin what night two is, but I think this is the moment Naito becomes becomes world oh, yeah. champion, and we really roll with him. Um. See, I'm half in agreement with you, but yeah. I think Abushi wins. Right. Really? Um. Yes. I. I because like I think Abushi's like just hot. I feel so. like my Naito thing. I feel like my in my mind Naito's crowning moment only works with him being Okada because that's Maybe. the one guy he can't beat. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of at, in the biggest show, I yeah, should say. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked to see Abushi win. I think Abushi's. It just I think fits it, my narrative better yeah. if Okada wins. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just think Abushi's hot right now, so yeah. I think Abushi might end up winning it all. Because uh, he's never been it, so I think yeah. he's just gonna win them both. Once again, I feel like that's the, and he's I gonna go through Okada and Naito. I know, yeah, that's so. true. I guess I don't know if he's the guy. Okay. I think he's over enough for for me for my taste. That's fine. You got Abushi winning, okay? Yeah. So I have Abushi winning. And right, Okada. So let's go. Let's go to night two. Okay. Yeah, so go we're to gonna night two. night two. So we're gonna start with the junior tag team championship match. Yep. We have Al Fantismo and Taji Ishimori, uh, Bullet Club taking on Show and Yo for Pungi 3K. Who do you have and why? Show and Yo. I mean, yeah, I think they win it. I think that I think they're really they're they're really gelling as of late. You know, they, yeah. I think they both could easily split off into singles as well. So I think they I think they get the titles there. Yep, um, I agree with you 100. percent yep. I think it's just yep, I think it's I'm, time. I'm They've been junior tag champs for a really long time. I think biggest part about new, why Wrestle Kingdom is so fun too. You get a lot of title changes. You get to yeah. shake things up really fast. It's, it's, it's really fun. Uh, British heavyweight championship back. Zack Saber Jr. faces Sonata. Ooh, this is fun. I'm gonna say Sonata gets it, okay, only because I'm a big fan, and I feel like that kind of win, right? Get him a singles win because he's been such a great tag team guy for yep. so long. That's his. That's a big singles win for him, and he can easily drop it within a month, and no one would care. It's just him winning that title yeah. on that show, and then dropping it overseas again. I think it doesn't matter, but I think it gets him in the singles picture again. That's fair. I'm and gonna go Zack Saber to retain because yeah. I don't know much about the British Heavyweight Championship. Right, stuff, it's so. the same title that Tanahashi beat him for. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. So, so I'm just like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So the fourth match. So we're gonna go based off night the last two, night. Two was gonna be. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go based off night one because the winner of yeah. the U.S. title match between John Moxley and Lance Archer faced Juice Robinson on night two. So you have I have Moxley. I, have Moxley. And Juice. I think Moxley retains. Then I don't see. I have Juice winning the tag title too. So I didn't know that that was night two though. So yeah. that's weird. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see Juice walking away with two titles. Okay, so I have Archer winning. So right. I think Archer wins out and just right. is going to retain through both Juice days. loses out. Damn. You're not yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think Juice should win Juice one. Juice has a rough I, night. I don't think Juice should win the U.S. title again just because he already held it and no one cared. Yeah, he had you it twice I mean? and no yeah. one really cared. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that was that. Okay, yeah. so our fifth match, we have the Never Openweight Championship match. We have mm. Maruki Goto challenging Kenta for Kenta should retain. Kenta is the only guy since Shibata to make, or Ishii, I would say, to make that title mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really a fan of what Kenta's doing right now. The only reason I give that title back to Goto for like the sixth time is if you're going to take Kenta and you're going to elevate him elsewhere. And if you're not going to do that, then he needs to keep that title. Yeah. Alright, um, I'm going to go Kenta also because yeah. I have no reason not to. Because yeah. Hiroki Goto he's is just kind of... Yeah, boring. He's boring. That's boring and why he's, he's never just... been world champion. There's a reason. He's boring. Alright, so our sixth match bases off the yeah. two losers. Yep. Yeah. So you have... 
I've got Jay White, Jay White and Bushi. Uh, and Bushi, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, you have Jay White versus Bushi. I have Jay White versus Okada. Right. So who do you have? Left? I would have Jay White then beat Bushi because then I think, uh, and I know Bushi's taking hard L's here, but I think Jay White then gets the win back from the G1. Yeah. And I think that's where we get okay. that from, and I think we get a fantastic contest in. The, you know what I mean? I think Jay White also wins because <clears throat> this is the, their grudge match. I think Okada. Okada. I don't think Okada needs it. No. And so I think he loses. Tyler loses. I think he can get steam back later. Yeah. I think Jay White this can put him over the edge to get right. him down in the championship picture later right. in the year forever to yeah. like kind of take much. it from whoever For wins sure. later absolutely um so our, our second to last match we have hiroshi tanahashi taking on chris jericho this and is a, a dream match so a lot of wb fans if you're w, even if you're not you know who chris jericho is right? oh yeah he's the AEW champion as of this writing right he should be i would assume going into january um uh, he probably will be. right so he's the AEW champion uh you know future hall of famer by far one of the greatest of all time uh, Tanahashi gets the win, though. I don't see why Jericho wins this match. To be I 100% agree. Unless yeah. you're just making AEW look strong and have Chris Jericho win that way, but I don't Yeah, know. but uh, there's no real relationship with that. And yeah. two, Jericho winning, what does that do for Tan- Tanahashi? staying. Chris Jericho's not. You yeah. know what I mean? So they can have a great match and people go, wow, this is a dream match. It doesn't matter who wins. It's like yeah. when they f- Naito him face or Okada. It's not about who wins or loses. You already kind of know. Yeah. It's about the match and the fact that you got to see it. Yeah. And so our final <clears> match of the evening, you have... Both the heavyweight and the IC title double championship match. So you have I got Naito, Naito and, Okada. and Okada. I have Naito and Ibushi. Right. So I, who do you have? Naito. I, I think like Naito. I, said, I think it's Naito's moment. I think it's his time to shine. I think this is the moment that everybody wanted two years ago when he was facing him for the title, and everyone's like, "Okay, Naito's going to beat him because he he won it early in the year, and then he dropped it right back." And then everyone thought, "Okay, he's going to win. The, he wins the G one, and then he's going to go beat him, and then he didn't do it." Yeah. So now it's like. You have this mo- you have this opportunity to make up for that now where I thought you kind of missed an opportunity a couple of years ago. Now is that moment to go, he wins both of them, and then he throws them both in the air, and he leaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like that iconic moment where he's standing there with both championships. He's the first guy to do it. And then we go right into the next night where they have an intercontinental title or they crown a new champion or the next big show. And I think that's where you go with whoever you want. But... I think that's the moment. I think it's finally the moment where Naito is, I'm the top guy. I beat the top guy for so long, which is Okada. And I think it's him, Ibushi, and uh, Jay White who will run the next two or three years in New Japan. Okay. I have Ibushi winning because I think his like, just uprising, I mm-hmm. think it's going to end with him yeah. on top of the night with both titles, whenever winning it. So, right. like, now I got I both would, of them. I would, ha- I would feel more comfortable with it if I already know he'd been world champion before. And the only reason I say yeah. that is because I'm like, if he'd been world champion, you believe he could be world champion at any point in time forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Except for, like, the only exception, I think, is Jinder Mahal. Like, yeah. he's the only guy that's ever been a world in any promotion, yeah. right? Where you win the world title, I feel like at any point in time, you can be a world champion. Yeah. Like, there's a theoretical possibility that The Miz can become WWE champion today. It ain't going to happen, but he was champion before, so you feel like it could happen yeah. again. That's my only thing that I... That's the only reason why I don't go Ibushi okay. in these Final Four. That's Otherwise, fair. I'd be totally on your, yeah. on your wavelength, for sure. But that's that that's that show is going to be yeah. phenomenal, yeah. super duper awesome. I can't wait to review it after it happens and yeah. talk about how awesome it was because it's going to be flipping awesome. fantastic for sure, absolutely. All right, that's going to be it for this week's episode, episode fifty-five for the Missing Whale Man for the Merc Zone. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, and we will see you guys as always next time.